0: Hey Hypo listeners, welcome to our last episode of the year. I thought I'd share something personal in this episode on how I survived a strange year. Hopefully we can agree on this. It's been quite a year, objectively even terrible. Now, I don't know what your year has been like, but I'm going to share some of the things that I experienced. Some were good and some were one of those days when you're just lucky that you got out of bed well, you know what I'm talking about. Where do I start? Reflecting back to the beginning of this year, I started off this year with every intention of kickstarting a few projects. And I don't want to call it a business as such, because most of these projects were unrelated, but they have this potential to be monetized in the long run. And it was going to be a year where I had saved money from previous jobs. And I started to build various income streams for myself. So I didn't really need to worry about being out of a job per se. But this was going to be one of those years where if money was no option, I just wanted to be able to pursue my dream goals. Like instead of talking about writing the book that I've always wanted to write, guys, I actually started writing it. So I'm 25,000 words in, which means I'm definitely heading in the direction that I want to go. It also meant that I read a lot of memoirs in the process And joined a few writing courses. I wanted to start this podcast and a few other projects that are still in the pipeline. And I I started with a timeline of goals for each project. So that I wasn't going to be overwhelmed. Being a mom and being a wife. there's, There's so many other things that you've got to manage as well. And if you're someone who goes to gym regularly. Then you know a thing or two about goal setting. And that not everything is an overnight success, but rather a constant steady set of habits that you incorporate daily into your lifestyle. So for example, maybe it's daily meditation, daily affirmations, or productivity hacks, whatever it is that makes you perform better and more efficiently. And after accepting that in this instant gratification world, we think we need to conform to can sometimes Discourage us from celebrating slow but steady progress. So I was, yeah, I was reminded that I needed to change my mindset if I wanted to ensure that I stay focused on my goals. Now, I would love to say that this is a foolproof plan and that it worked out perfectly, only in a year as turbulent as this was. Consistency didn't always help. This is what happened. We started the year with a trip to South Africa, my home country. We were lucky to be there for the summer and that turned out to be our first and last long haul flight for the year. And then almost as soon as we got back, things started to turn around. And we entered into a lockdown and travel bans came into place. I don't know if if you're an expat and if you've got family in, in a different country, then you you can relate to the fact that as soon as travel restrictions came into place, there's this anxiety that kicks in where you're like, okay, when am I going to see my family? Am I going to see my family? And you try to find all kinds of ways to like tell yourself that everything's going to be okay. Nevertheless, like with this like holiday energy, having just returned from South Africa I remained optimistic, plus we were entering into spring. And initially, lockdown was a kind of a relief for me because I was struggling with creative burnout. And just the time to redirect and refocus my energy, I think that was very necessary. I became very anxious as the year went by. I was in two minds of starting this podcast. It was something that was very new to me. I struggled with imposter syndrome and eventually realized that If anything, this was going to be a creative outlet to share stories of everyday women doing extraordinary things. Yeah, like all the women that I interviewed have been such an inspiration to me. And I think if you ever want to listen to some courageous stories, then here's a list of our top five podcasts this year. Starting at number five, we had a tie between two episodes. The one was the episode with Busi Sazani of Uber, where she talks about race in the workplace and how to discuss this. I found this such a healing conversation because we got to talk about race openly. Because as a person of color, suddenly you you felt more seen, acknowledged for who you are. And Boosie and I spoke about her role in shaping the development of diversity and inclusion at a company such as Uber. The other episode that tied was how, was was an interview with a dear friend of mine and former colleague, family law attorney Yolandi van der Watt. Now, Yolandi's story was something I chose to do because she's just such a resilient woman and a mom. And she was shot in the head and shoulder while working on a pro bono case. Her client and her dad were killed in this bloodbath by her client's ex-husband, who then turned the gun on himself. And she fought for her life in hospital and regained her strength and her abilities after doctors said she wouldn't survive. She's not only, she not only got her health back, but she went on to practice being a lawyer again. And still advocates for women's rights in domestic violence cases. So whenever I feel myself, find myself feeling sorry for myself this year, I just think of Yolandi and how she just never gave up. The next on our list was an interview with a Berlin-based journalist, Laura Lewandowski. She secured some incredibly influential interviews with some of the world's most innovative thought leaders, like Gary Vee and Jay Shetty. To me, her passion was just inspiring this whole new way of thinking and working. And I, I just found, found it very telling of the direction that we are heading towards as a society. And in case you're stuck in a toxic work environment, you might want to listen to this episode because it's, it's incredibly eye-opening and just very encouraging. Number two on our list was a chat with Colombian-born Melissa Romero. And how to make yourself visible in the workplace. So for me, this episode was aimed at women who are very agreeable, always hoping that they get told that they got the promotion instead of asking for it. Or or women who just shy away in the background, because I definitely related to that. She discusses overcoming bias and how to shamelessly promote yourself in the workplace So, in case you feel a case of self consciousness or doubtful if you should brag about your skills in the workplace, then this is an episode you might want to check out. Number one on our list was an interview with the fitness mom Rushta Musaji. She was able to upscale her online brand Rushtush in the midst of this pandemic while being pregnant with her third child. So Rushtal, she just completely fascinates me. I loved her motivation. I loved her mindset. I loved her online social media branding. I just love just how open and unapologetic she is. So yeah, if you find yourself wondering if you can have it all, maybe listen to this episode. These were the five top five episodes from the year. And other than creating such content... I found myself trying to come to terms with my own personal struggles, like being pregnant in the pandemic and not knowing when I would be able to travel back to South Africa. My parents were supposed to come over for the summer, but that didn't happen. And around the same time, my parents also contracted COVID and ended up in hospital. And when you're in a different country and your parents are in ICU, you don't know much about what's going on with their health. And it's just such... It's just so crazy and I found myself pushing through this because quite frankly, you don't have any other choice. Life still carries on and one thing I realized is that I had to do this year was there were a lot of changes, a lot of emotions, a lot of transitioning, and I knew that I didn't want to internalize my stress and disappointments. So I started speaking to a therapist which also helped me handle my anxiety better. Long walks in the forest until I couldn't walk anymore. I broke out of my routine every now and then and went for walks in the evening in the cold winter just to feel refreshed. I listened to other podcasts that spoke to me like meditational stories and the Robcast. I Swapped Netflix for a lot of books. So, if you like to know more about the books I've read, maybe we can do an episode on that. But books were a great way of escaping the anxiety brought on by social media. And sometimes I just gave social media a break. Mostly, I tried to remind myself that if I took it one day at a time and let go of all my own personal expectations and deadlines, that everything would be a little less stressful. So yeah, patience, flexibility, less self-judgment were definitely some of the key learning experiences brought on by this year. Somehow everything started to flow as soon as I learned to let go. There were some days when I recorded a podcast episode in my bed, in my pajamas. I attended a lot of conferences even in my pajamas I'm not going to lie, but I actually really, really appreciated this one. When I've learned to focus on the small things, like being grateful for being alive, being grateful for days that were filled with sunshine in, in as winters set in, or that my kid and husband are healthy because my husband works on the front line and he often comes into contact with COVID patients. Somehow I found myself that I wasn't afraid anymore and that I was just glad that we both could do the thing that we wanted to do. So while fear surrounded us, we also had to zero in on our potential to make a difference. And another thing I learned this year is that peace of mind is not just something you get. It's something that you already have and that you have to protect. So this meant not indulging in pointless conversations of the pandemic or people I no longer had contact with or US politics just somehow always became a part of our conversations and I would just learn to say, no, that's not really relevant to me right now. I learned to focus my attention on the things that really mattered to me and my goals. The rest, I decided, was none of my business. This gave me room to appreciate ways I could be a blessing to other people who needed help or even if there were like organizations that I wanted to support that were feeding communities in need, I just thought like, how can I make a difference? But again, it's that analogy of putting the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can assist others. So if anything, we were definitely in survival mode this year, but I'm grateful that we're going through this portal and I'm going to leave you with a few words from an article called Portal to a New World, written by Indian author Arundhati Roy. And it it goes a little something like this. What is this thing that has happened to us? It's a virus, yes. In and of itself, it holds no moral brief. But it definitely is more than a virus. It has made the mighty kneel and brought the world to a halt like nothing else could. Minds are still racing back and forth, longing for a return to normality, trying to stitch our future to our past, and refusing to acknowledge the rupture. But the rupture exists. And in the midst of this terrible despair, it offers us a chance to rethink the doomsday machine we have built for ourselves. Nothing could be worse than a return to normality. Historically, pandemics have forced humans to break with the past and imagine their world anew. This one is no different. It's a portal, a gateway between one world and the next. We can choose to walk through it, drag in the carcasses of our prejudice and hatred, our avarice, our data banks and dead ideas, our dead rivers and smoky skies behind us. Or we can walk through lightly, with little luggage, ready to imagine another world and ready to fight for it. So until next year, thank you for listening and supporting Hype Woman, the podcast. Peace and love.